I'm Kylie, founder of Akanel Expeditions, the best adventure travel company that you've never heard of. This is a 35,000 feet podcast where we interview interesting people doing interesting things in interesting places. From the next big CEO to coaches of your favorite teams to everyone in between, we've got stories to tell. Let's jump in. Hi guys, welcome back. It's Morgan. Today I'm sitting down with coach Chad. Thanks so much for joining us. Thank you for having me, Morgan. Looking forward to chatting. Yes, we're so excited to get to know you and your team better and the travels that you've had. Um, And so just to start off this, um, one of the questions I wanted to ask you is if you could tell us about the highs and lows of your season. Sure. Um, You know, I think when you when you look at it on paper, um, it it was a little disappointing, uh, not only for us as a staff, but, uh, you know, as a team, we we certainly had some higher expectations, um, you know, so. uh, we clearly didn't win as many messages as we wanted to, but, um, you know, I think when you take a step back and, and look at the big picture of, of some of the things that we were able to accomplish, um, you know, just from a, from a culture standpoint, uh, it was year one for us and, uh, you know, taking over a program that, that hasn't seen a lot of success um, in, in the last five or six years. Um, you know, really, we felt like uh, some of the, some of the positives, some of the takeaways we, we really needed to be mindful of were, really just establishing some what we call our cornerstones, core values, um, and just focused on, you know, building um, a good relationships uh, from the player level to the staff level and, and everything in between that, that we feel are going to be uh, impactful for us as we, we continue to move forward with our vision. So on paper, you know, clearly we're all disappointed because we're competitive and we want to win. But you know, as we reflect back now, we're, we're able to take a lot of positives out of it, out of it. And I think it has, uh, it has prepared us for, especially our returning group for, for what they want to do moving forward. I love that you mentioned like core values and relationships, mm-hmm. things like that, yeah. because I think honestly, that's what takes teams the furthest. And, you know, sure. a lot of the time that's what teammates remember, you know, or those relationships they have, yeah, things like that. Yeah. So we, we talk about it a lot with our student athletes and, you know, it's funny because, you know, any, any prospective student athlete, so any recruit that, that, that sits on the couch across from us in a, in a meeting when they're on campus, you know, one of the first things I, I tell them is, you know, number one, being, being a student athlete is hard, um, you know, and number two, when you're part of this program, you, you kind of come in uh, with an expectation that, you know, volleyball is really just a small piece of what we do. You know, it's clearly the most time-consuming piece um, that we have, but in reality, in big picture, it's, it's the smallest thing we do, and and, you know, our jobs as, as coaches is, is to teach, is to mentor, uh, is to uh, foster an environment where ultimately they feel like they can, they can grow into themselves and be better versions of themselves every single day. And so when they look back on their experience, they feel like they're well equipped to, to handle the real world. And, um, you know, so I, I have this quote that, that I, I constantly share with our team, and it's uh, that the most important things in life aren't things. Um, you know, we can look back and you know, we can, we can remember wins and losses and championships and banners and rings and, and all those things. Um, but the, at the end of it, those aren't the things that, that we're really going to, we're going to take with us. It's going to be about relationships. It's going to be about uh, service and, and how you impacted other people's lives. Um, th- those are the real takeaways. No, that's so true, especially because you're only going to be an athlete for so long and you take those lessons with you forever. Yeah. Yeah. Such a small window. Oh, that's so good. Thank you so much for sharing that. You're welcome. And I'm curious, how did you get to be a coach, Chad? Yeah, so it's a really good question. And, and I promise you, I will, I will not try and drag this out. <laughs> you can, uh, you can. <laughs> my my, my, my two-hour uh, ESPN, um, you know, autobiography. But uh, <laughs> I, uh, 
I actually uh, grew up um, what you would consider, I guess, an all-American household. Uh, both my parents um, were big into sports growing up, so it was sort of ingrained to us in us and at an early age, uh, especially team sports. You know, I started off playing soccer and, and baseball, and I have a brother who's, you know, three years younger than me, and uh, he played everything as well. And um, I got hooked on, on volleyball. Um, ironically, my parents were, were playing in a, in a small church league, and um, so I just, I got hooked right when I was in elementary going into middle school with it. And, um, that sort of kind of started my, my, my path into, into my passion for the sport. And, um, you know, I guess this kind of answers one of those questions of what, do, what do people, what was something people may not know about you, but actually, uh, I first started coaching when I was a junior in high school. So, uh, I'm from wow. Fredericksburg, Virginia, which is like a, a suburb of DC now, essentially. Uh, and there's a Division Three school there. It is now called the University of Mary Washington. At the time, it was Mary Washington College. Um, and uh, so as a junior and a senior in high school, I served as their volunteer assistant coach. So uh, I was wow. exposed to the, the coaching side of things at, a, I guess, you would consider a relatively young age, you know, mm -hmm. 16, 17 years old. But um, that sort of put the, put the bug in me. And uh, I, I did my undergrad at James Madison University and uh, my time there, I, I worked with three different volleyball teams. So I was a manager for the varsity team. I coached the women's club team and uh, played for our men's club team. So I, I did that for, for all four years and wow. then was fortunate enough to, to, to have, know the right people, which, is, which sounds like a cliche, but you know, that's what, it, that's what it's all about is being in the right, being in the right place and, and having the right contacts. And, uh, that started my coaching coaching career at, at Elon and then, um, you know, through Wake Forest and App State and, and now at Georgia Southern. Wow. No, that's such a cool story. I love, I love how it worked out and you knew that mm -hmm. you wanted to coach for so long. Yeah, and I, th I think a large part of that is just the, the teaching aspect of it. Um, you know, I, I think one of the one of the most impactful influences I had in my life was probably my my grandmother, who was a a teacher and reading specialist for for thirty plus years. Um, and I was telling I was telling somebody the other day I can rem remember vividly growing up like I had all the the typical you know every ball and bat and Nerf gun known to mankind growing up as a as, as a one of two boys. Um, but uh, she used to like take me to these teacher supply stores and. You know, when I was in elementary school, I would buy like grade books and planners and all these oh. pens and a whiteboard. And my parents would make fun of me because I'd shut the door to my room and have like this imaginary. Most people had an imaginary friend. I had an imaginary classroom um, <laughs> where I'd be, you know, yelling at, at students and disciplining them and grading papers and, and all this good stuff. But oh my uh, gosh. Yeah, I, I think about that, and I and I think about what I do now, and and how I have, you know, the, what I do. The reason I do what I do is, you know, I'm just passionate about, you know, educating and mentoring, and I think a lot of that just stems from, you know, growing up and, and being around her and, and and see it how it how it was in her life. Oh, it's so true, and I, I I've seen in my own life that coaches seriously can be the most influential people because they probably spend more time with you, like your players probably spend more time with you than, you know, parents that are. In their lives yep. at the time. Yeah, yeah, it's, um, you know, it, that's that's something too, you know, it, and I I'd always like to say, you know, it was a lot different when I first got into coaching because I just thought it was about the volleyball. You know, it was like, if I can hit the ball this way, if I, if, if I can, if I can do it, then I can coach it, you know, and yeah. so that's sort of your mantra as you, as you grow up and then as you evolve and as you mature and you get a little bit older, you get a little bit wiser, you start to realize um, that it's much more about just the relationships and 
the impact that, that you have on these young people's lives and, you know, how, you know, decisions you make and conversations that you have, you know, they, they mean something and, and a lot of times can, can be a big, big differentiator for a lot of these kids. It's so true. No, it's so true. And um, that, that just made me think of a question I wanted to ask you is like, what's one of the biggest lessons you've learned personally, like from being a coach? Right. Um, I think probably one of the biggest lessons um, for me um, has really just been to be genuine. Um, You know, try not to, to, to do too much or be something um, that you can't or, or even worse that you're not. Um, you know, I, I can remember when I was fortunate enough to, to, to get the job here at, at Georgia Southern and, and came down for my first meeting with the team, you know, as soon as I walked in the locker room, like after I introduced them to, to my wife and my two kids and made sure they knew that, you know, I was a family man first and foremost, um, you know, the first thing I said to them was, listen, I'm not here to be perfect. Um, I'm here to be real. You know, I think part of this, um, process of of you all learning and me learning and walking alongside you is is to let you know that you know i'm i'm gonna make mistakes just like you do um and that ultimately you know no we have to we have to approach failure with with a with the right mindset and that it can be uh very impactful for us uh it can be a a strong motivator an excellent teacher um but you have to have the right mindset about it so um, you know, as I've gone through the years and look back on a lot of the players and I've coached and, and coaches I've had, you know, the tremendous opportunity to work with, I think that's the one thing that stands out to me is I've been really fortunate to surround myself with a lot of people who just know what it's like to be genuine, you know, just be open, honest, and real, um, and, and not, try not to be something that you're not. Oh, I love that. No, and that's like great advice for, I think, every stage of life. I think that's sure. amazing. Sure. Yeah. If you're an athlete that's like wanting to play for a team or university, what would your advice be to them? Yeah, I mean, I think, um, you know, along those lines of open, honest, and genuine, you know, the first thing that I'd say to anybody would be the same conversation I said we have with recruits who come to us. And that's, you know, doing this is hard. You know, being a student athlete is going to be one of the hardest things you probably ever do. But, um, you know, if if you can figure out a way to, 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 to manage your time uh, appropriately, if, if you can really commit and invest yourself to, you know, the work and, you know, for lack of better terms, the grind, uh, as they like yeah. to say, um, yeah. you know, yeah, it, it's all hard. But uh, to me, you know, some of the, the greatest fulfillments uh, in my life, uh, both personally, professionally and spiritually have all come from places of, you know, struggle and adversity. Um, And so even though it's probably going to be one of the hardest things you ever do, uh, it can be the most rewarding thing you ever do as well. So my advice would be, you know, stay the course, Um, you know, don't, don't let setbacks uh, define um, who you are or what you're capable of doing. Um, You know, commit yourself to to small goals every single day. Don't chase success. Um, That may sound sort of cliche, but it's something that we talk consistently with our student athletes about is, you know, we, we don't really talk a lot about success because that's always comparing yourself to someone or something. Uh, yeah. We talk about have a, have a pursuit, pursuit of excellence mindset, which means every single day, uh, come be the best version of yourself. Focus on the three things that you can control, your, your attitude, effort, and actions towards others. Uh, and then if you put one foot in front of the other and, and have that right mindset about you and, and, and look at failure as, as, the, as the motivator and teacher that it is, then 
oftentimes results will take care of themselves. So that, that would be my advice. No, that's awesome advice. And I, I like that you mentioned um, focus on what you can control because, you know, we can focus on working hard and I love that you said that. So thank you for sharing yeah. that with us. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess what's your most memorable travel experience, Chad? Oh, geez. I've, I've, I've been all over the place. Uh, I've only been overseas once. Um, that was, uh, my, uh, my junior year in college, our men's club team took a, a 10 day trip over to Europe, um, to play. Um, you know, so I don't, I don't really have one travel experience that really stands out above the rest. And, you know, I, I think I just look at it from a big, pers big picture perspective of, um, you know, I'm very fortunate to, um, have had the opportunities to go to a lot of different places. Um, you know, I, I haven't really done the whole pen a pen a pen on every state you've been to in, in the continental U S but uh, I'm sure I've hit pretty much, uh, 80 to 90% of them, uh, just through, uh, the opportunity to compete and, and recruit and, um, so I think that's something that I, that I really do enjoy about my job is the fact that, you know, I have the opportunity to, to go and visit a lot of different places, uh, experience some different cultures and, and, uh, and groups of, of people. Um, you know, had we, had we had this call under normal circumstances, I probably would have just told you about, you know, the, the mission trip that my family and I were, were supposed to be on, uh, oh. you know, uh, about two weeks ago, we were, we were going with uh, athletes in action through, um, our on-campus ministry here at Georgia Southern down in Nicaragua um, oh, wow. for, for five days to, to install clean water filters uh, for, a, for a little local village down there. So uh, I would say uh, that's probably where we'd, what we'd be talking about right now had, we, had that trip not been canceled. But, oh my uh, goodness. But we're, we're hopeful we're going on the, the same trip next year. So um, I'm, I'm really looking forward to that. And, uh, just an opportunity to go and, and serve others and, and, and see how we can we can be positive impacts in other people's lives. Oh, I think that's amazing. That's what one thing I really love about traveling is there's a lot of times service is incorporated into travel. Sure. Yeah. And so yeah. I think that's awesome that you guys are doing yeah. that. Oh, yes. Okay. And then I wanted to ask you, what are you looking forward most to this upcoming season? Well, uh, first of all, let's let's keep our fingers crossed and, and say our prayers that we get a season. I know. <laughs> I mean, first and foremost, uh, that's where everybody's mind's at right now is, um, you know, is, is there really going to be any sort of, of normalcy uh, when we get on the other side of this? But, uh, you know, I think right now, um, you know, certainly this this whole COVID-19 and and, and what it's, how it's impacted, you know, the world right now is it's, it's forced me to do sort of some some personal reflection and yeah, I'm excited about the season, but I think more importantly, I'm just excited to get back in front of our team, you know, yeah. to, to have our staff together, our support staff, our coaches and, and administrators and our student athletes. Um, you know, we're, we're a family uh, and we talk about that all the time, but I think, you know, we, we talk about that all the time, but sometimes we get, we take that for granted. Um, so just, just, I think that's probably the biggest thing I'm looking forward to this season is, um, you know, coming back and, and being able to, to put our arms around each other and, and love on each other and just, you know, be grateful for, for the opportunity we do have to be together. And, uh, you know, clearly when we get back to a, a certain level of normalcy, we'll, we'll start banging the ball around a little bit and, and get our minds focused on, on what our, what our goals were prior to this. Um, but uh, certainly this has, this has caused sort of a perspective shift for a lot. So uh, yeah. I'm just really looking forward to this season is just, just getting back with my team and, and getting in the gym every single day and, and working hard on, 
on the, the, our cornerstones and the, and the things that we're about. Oh. Well, Chad, thank you so much. I'm, I'm so excited to see where your team goes. And I love that um, you mentioned all these goals because, I don't know, I just I can see that that's going to take your team far. And I can tell the passion you have for being a coach. And so I'm excited to see where your team goes. Well, I appreciate it. Thank you, Morgan. Thanks for listening to the 35,000 Feet Podcast, where we chat with interesting people doing interesting things in interesting places. Do you have a story that you want to share? Visit www.acanela.com slash podcasts to share your story and be featured on our next episode of 35,000 Feet.